0: and Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Welcome to episode 19 of season seven of Pit Stop. Joined at by Joe. i can't hear you, Joe. <laughs> Turn your sound on, Joe. It does help. Hello. Hello, Joe. Hello, sorry. And, and we got Finn as well. Hello, Finn.
2: Hello. He's there. Oh, my God. Oh. Are, you right,
1: Are you right, Finn? Yeah. Good. Excellent. So let's start off. This will be very brief uh, with your sort of roundup of your sporting activities. Now, Finn has been out of action with a How's the, how's the finger healing, Finn? Uh, it's
2: pretty, pretty, pretty banky.
1: It's pretty manky. You're still off yep. uh, playing, you're still off games, as it were. Joe, was there any rugby for you on Saturday?
0: Um, Saturday, yeah, there was a triangle fixture With... versus Kez and Warminster.
1: Okay, I, I'm going to guess here, I'm going to guess that you beat Warminster and lost to Kez. How did you get on?
0: Yeah, spot on. So we lost to Cares pretty narrowly, I think, in the end, but beat Warminster relatively convincingly.
1: That's good. And of course, this weekend you are home against churches. That's right. I'm going to get confirmation of that on Friday night because myself and Mister Parkinson, we are going. We were slightly surprised at the cost of the ticket on the hover. Finn, going to ask Finn? Finn, how much do you think a return ticket from Southsea to ride on the Hoverwood cost. Bearing in mind, it's about two miles, isn't it? It's about 14 two. Yeah, it's 10 pounds 10 minutes. About 10 minutes.
0: and 50
2: pence.
1: 15 pounds, yeah, I would've thought it'd be about 15 pounds. It's actually 28 pounds return.
2: All oh, right, you can't afford that, can you? Well, I, I mean, yeah. pff,
1: I'll tell you what, mile for mile, I think it might be one of the most expensive commutes in the world. You're nodding your head there, Joe. Yeah. I think it's
0: the most expensive waterway to cross, mile ah. for mile.
1: Yes, yes. I was amazed at that. I thought it would be, as Finn said, 15 pounds. Right. So,
2: guess what? Guess what? Though we, we, we. I have. I might be playing um against kez though. I've got a game against kez on the weekend. What? And if I'm all right, I get a say. If I'm all right, I've enlisted in the team sheet. So I'm just going to say I'm all
0: right. Oh, You're also. I'm going to play. Okay. Yeah, Joe. I've got a uh, Hampshire Cup final.
1: And when uh, is that? Ride.
0: When? Uh, it's Wednesday up in Winchester. Against um, so in quite a shock semi-final, uh, P- uh, Lords Wandsworth were beaten by Peter Simmons. Oh, well, I see. Peter so Simmons
1: is a very big school, playing. so
0: yeah. Well, they've got about two thousand choose from, don't they? So they have very big. So you're so it's not because you're playing Peter Simmons then in the final. We're playing Simmons, yes. I and, I mean, yeah,
1: they'll have a slight advantage well, because Peter Simmons, Peter Simmons is in Winchester, so they're kind of almost at home, aren't they?
0: Well, they're there, yeah. Well, we <laughs> we're not. No. We've got quite a quite a trek. And when but, is yeah, that?
1: When is that final, Joe?
0: I'd like to say it's this time next week. Okay. So I think it's under lights. I think it's kickoff off oh. time. All right. I um, so yeah, got that to look forward to. So you might not be.
1: You um, might not be in our recording next week. You might be playing rugby. Let's move on now with, with the the, um, the sort of focus on this particular episode, as there is very little racing to report on. Uh, there was some racing at the weekend. I did see some motorsport at the weekend. I watched the final round. I think it was the final ever round of the WTCR championship. That's World Touring Cars. And that was from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. All uh, oh, right. They used the... They got a, sh- a shortened version of the track. Um, I mean, I'm not a huge... WTCR is not really my thing. Um, but it's quite entertaining, the race. They did find it very, very difficult to overtake. In fact, I didn't see one clean overtaking manoeuvre. The manoeuvres I saw all involved lots and lots of contact. Um, But it was entertaining. And there's lots of battling, (coughs) but not much in the way of clean overtakes. Um, That was pretty much it, I think, really. Now, so the focus is going to be um, awards. What I'm going to do here, um, we've got a number of categories here. So we're going to... talk about each of our nominees and I think what I will then do is is choose the best one I'm I'm obviously I'm not saying I'm not going to be biased at all because I'm not just going to go with mine it might be you come up with a with a better uh, nominee than I've come up with okay going to start off with uh, a title "This driver or rider of the year you could say it's you could call it man of
0: the year Uh, Joe who have you gone? Man well, of the year. I've got to take the obvious one, haven't I, really? Because in, in Formula One, at least, there's only really been one that stood out. Yeah. And that's got to be what's happened, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah. You know, sort of cruised his way to a second, second World Championship. Uh, so it probably might be a slightly more tightly contested uh, award in the MotoGP. I'm not sure what I'm, I'm well, talking about here. I'm not one, for me at least, that's quite an easy decision to make.
1: I'm not doing a separate Formula One MotoGP. We're putting them all into, in, into, into one. So, and with Verstappen, he broke the record for the number of wins in a year, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Although, um, in a way, it's not fair. A little bit unfair, perhaps, to the drivers, because there were more rounds this year than previously. Go back to the 80s, we only had about 16 rounds. This year, did we have 23 rounds? So, although he's won the most number of races, I wonder whether his win percentage this year was an all-time record it still might yeah, be actually not his number of wins as a percentage of the overall number of races i might have to check that for next week it still might be a record yeah you're right Verstappen was the obvious choice um Finn it might be so obvious that you went for Verstappen as well no oh excellent, oh, excellent.
2: Paco bagnaia
1: yeah, again, that's a, a that's a very very good choice there. And uh, can you explain why he is your man of the year?
2: Um, he was what eighty points down at Silverstone, and he went in basically won every race since then, and um, ended up winning the championship. So yeah, I
1: yeah. think I think actually Finn, he was at one stage. I think he was ninety one points behind. Yeah. So I, I think that's yeah. I think that's you've made a very good case there. From, from yeah, coming 91 be, points yeah, behind yeah, yeah. to becoming champion.
2: Very knowledgeable boy.
1: Yeah, that that's an outstanding achievement. Not not you, Finn. Yeah, what? no,
2: I was talking about me. I'm saying I'm a very knowledgeable guy. But Yes,
1: I say the outstanding achievement wasn't, wasn't <sighs> you coming up with that. It was Bad Nya coming back from 91 points behind. Wow. wow. Now, I went for somebody completely different, actually. um, I went for... That's I, good. I gave this a lot of thought. I, I didn't go for for Stappen because I thought, well, actually, in Formula One, because they because he was in the best car, um, and the, and we, we think the Red Bulls was better than all the other cars, it's maybe perhaps unfair to give it to him. Possibly, um, I didn't go for Bad Naya because, I, again, I felt he's probably on the best bike. Certainly by mid-season, he was on the best bike, if not at the beginning of the season, when they were still developing that 2022 Ducati. I went for Izan Guevara, the Moto3 champion, because um, right. I don't think anybody really saw him winning that championship. He didn't just win it. He completely dominated it. And what, what all, quite often happens, if we take Acosta last year, now Acosta won the championship last year, but towards the end of the season... Um, you know his his sort of his results tailed off a bit, whereas Guevara even once he had won the championship, he kept on winning and winning. I think he he won the last round as well. Now, okay, so Guevara, Bagnaya, or Verstappen? Joe's gone. What, what's that say?
2: Joe's back.
1: Joe, but Joe's already
0: here.
2: Joe was Joe was gone and then he came back.
1: Ah, yeah, I think we got slight. Joe, are you still with us?
0: Yeah, I'm good. I, I'm, for some reason, I, I left and then came back in.
1: Um, Okay, I, I, I'm i the one who decides. I'm actually going to go for... I, I think Guevara deserves oh, Man of the Year award simply because you, you made, both of you, very good arguments there. But Verstappen was in the best car. Magna was yeah. on the best bike. Guevara well, in the Moto3, they're he? all on a Honda or a KTM. So he had no sort of advantage in terms of machinery over the rest of the Moto3 field. So I'm going to say uh, Pit Stops Award for Man of the Year goes to Izan Guevara. And what's interesting is that um, I think he was coached in his younger years by Jorge Lorenzo's dad. And uh, Jorge Lorenzo's dad reckons that Izan Guevara is the next Mark Marquez. be interesting to see how he gets on a Moto2 next year. Right, moving on. Hopefully, I won't award all the awards to, to my nominations. Well, I think that was a good. I that was a good. Yeah. You'll, you'll okay. The next category is um, biggest surprise.
2: No, it's not.
1: Oh, sorry. It's best race. Mm. Yeah. Let's go for best race. Okay. Finn, over to you first. Best race of the year.
2: Um, uh, um, Am I quite quiet?
1: You are a little bit quiet. Oh, well. Um,
2: we don't uh, normally complain when Finn is Formula quiet, One. but you
1: could be a bit louder.
2: For goodness sake. Um, <laughs> Sao Paulo, Brazil. F1. Okay,
1: now I didn't see any of that. Why are you saying that's the best race of the year?
2: Um, because it was pretty good race.
1: That doesn't really develop your point. Well, no, does it? no,
2: no, no, no. There wasn't really very many good uh, F1 races, so I picked out the best one because I didn't. I only watched one of the two, like two of the most GP ones.
1: Right. So you. So and I'm saying Silverstone. So my time. question to you, Finn, try and expand on this. Why was uh, Sao Paulo the best Formula One
2: race? Oh for God's sake! Um, because um, not the There was the most overtakes. Ah. There was the best racing. There was the least amount of DRS overtakes because the DRS isn't that powerful whether on the Main straight. Right. And um, uh, Verstappen or Leclerc or Perez or Sainz didn't win.
1: Ah, okay. Now, you, you've explained yourself well there, Finn. Joe, best race?
0: Uh, for me, it's the British Grand Prix. Uh, I thought it was good. There was the um Yu zhou incident at the start. There, there were lots yeah. of little things like that. And... Probably, maybe, maybe quite a major thing was that Verstappen didn't actually end up winning that one. So, that was the that was Sainz's first ever poll, which he then converted into uh, a win. Yeah, I think he did. Wasn't yeah. there a very
1: good maneuver by Sainz? Is his around was it the outside of Hamilton at cops? Am I right? Yes.
0: yes, there was. So, yeah, it was, yeah. Just, it was just an interesting race to watch, which yeah. obviously I think Silverstone always produces.
1: Yeah, and there was some very good battling, wasn't there? In the yeah. sort of that. Hamilton and there's about four or five cars, you know, very close, lots of overtaking. And also,
0: I seem to remember saying there wasn't a moment where you because typically you watch a race, the starts very mm. interesting, then yeah. the tires die down, then there's then there's another bit, then there's it's sort of pulsating, where yeah. I think the British Grand Prix was exciting throughout.
1: Yeah, I, you've explained to yourself well. I'm going to go for. Um you might be surprised by this I'm going for the Monza 6 hours as the best race of the year. Well, the um, one
2: you were too scared to go to because it was a bit hot.
1: You are I was too you are right Finn but I don't regret my decision of not <laughs> going because in 32 degrees heat I wouldn't have followed the race I would have been dead basically. Um so I watched it it's all on really television and in fact I enjoyed it so much that the battling between the Toyotas and the rebellion, the the, the, the battling was it was incredible, very intense. They even made contact at one stage. The race was so good. I've got it on video, and I've watched it a few times since. Um, I think it's partly because Monza is such a great circuit. I mean, I could watch a really dull race at Monza and enjoy it. I thought that was the best six-hour race I've ever seen, um, which is quite something. When you, when you you only really had five competitive no four competitive cars in the race you had the two the two toyotas uh the rebellion which won in the glicken house you had the debut of the two Persians, but they, they weren't that competitive then um i thought again and a bit like you were saying joe uh, i watched the whole race six hours there wasn't a dull moment in the in the whole race
0: well, that's quite impressive for six hours isn't it?
1: yeah right okay i'm gonna go with you joe our race of the year is going to be the British Grand Prix. Awesome. Partly because in Crash.net's Formula One review, they selected the British Grand Prix as being the best race. Right. So that was a very good uh, selection there. The next category I've got is biggest surprise. It doesn't matter if these are slightly out of sync. Biggest surprise. Um, I, I might start with that. The biggest surprise for me this season was the performance of uh, Alonso Lopez in Moto2, somebody I've never heard of before. I think he he did compete in Moto3 a couple of years ago. didn't do much in Moto3. He went off to do, I think, some European Moto2 championship I didn't really know existed, if I'm honest. I think he did quite well in that last year. He then came in round six. He replaced Romano Fenati on the Bosco Scuro bike. Um, In Moto2, you really want to be on on, on, on a Calyx bike. So the Bosco Scuro is not the bike you want to be on. It's not the most competitive. He comes in, uh, misses the first six races. I think he wins two races. I think he leads the most laps in the entire championship and he finishes eighth um, in the table, in the standing. So um, that for me was the biggest surprise of the year. Now, he is a strong contender here, folks. So, good luck with beating Alonso Lopez.
0: Finn?
2: Um, I'd like to go last, because I reckon Joe might say my first one, but no. I'd like to say another one. Okay, Joe, over to yeah. you
0: then. I could imagine who you're talking about, and um, I'll, I'll take you up on that offer. Okay. I'm going to go Ricardo. I've got no
1: idea who you're going to talk about, but...
0: Ricardo. Oh, ah. Right, carry on. Year. I mean, he, he wasn't particularly great in his first year, to be honest, by his standards. And yeah. in his second year, he wasn't excellent either again. And so much so that they've replaced him with uh, Oscar Piastri for the upcoming season. Yeah. So yeah. that's my disappointment of the season.
1: Um, um, are you aware that one of our categories is biggest disappointment of the season, Joe?
0: Uh, no, I've got another one. Don't worry. I've got another oh, disappointment. Oh, but
1: oh, OK, OK. So to the me, biggest surprise he was,
0: he was for you. He such a surprise. He was that disappointing.
1: Yeah. Okay. You've argued yourself well, Finn. Did you have uh, Ricardo down as your biggest uh, disappointment? Uh yeah. Okay. So who's your backup disappointment?
2: Um. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Surprise. No, 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 Finn.
1: So it's the surprise of the season.
2: Um. It's not really a surprise, but it's just a moment I quite liked. Um. Marco Pazecchi's pod- first podium.
1: Ooh, I like that. Now, now, do you know where that was, Finn? No. I think Argon
2: he, maybe, I don't know. What what did you say? Argon? I don't really No, know.
1: I've got a feeling can can you just fact check me on this? I've got a feeling it might have been at assen where he finished he Oh he yeah, finished second.
2: Uh, no he didn't because that was that one overtake on the No that that overtake,
1: the, that, overtake but... that overtake was uh Alisha spagaro and that was to finish fourth. I'm pretty sure Bezeki finished second in that race whether that was his first know. podium or not i don't know somebody's gonna have to check that can, can one of you team- i am i
2: am i am what, what, i've got this guys
1: whilst we oh, wait
0: do you want a quote of the quote of the day or quote of the week? yes
1: whilst finn's doing his thing so this it is
0: not way to, to sport whatsoever well, or it might be
2: oh aston you said didn't you aston yes i put argon okay but but
1: aston was his first podium
2: yes one sec one sec. you want the quote yeah. now um yes
1: Yes. I don't know. Now hold on to the quote because I think we're good to go here. So we've got Bezecchi finishing second at Assen.
2: Yeah.
1: We've got Ricardo being disappointing, and we've got Alonso Lopez. Well, there's no bias here, folks. But I think out of those three, it's got to go got to Alonso to Lopez.
2: No. No, no,
1: has because I'd never heard of him before.
2: And, and okay, and... so what? <laughs>
1: What, what I'm saying is, most people hadn't heard of him, and he goes into next year probably being favourite for the Moto2 championship. So,
2: you you said no, 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 no. You said like last week, maybe you said Acosta was favourite for the Moto2 well,
1: championship. Well, well, it's going to be Acosta. It's going to be between Acosta, Lopez, Agura, Dixon,
2: Jake Dixon, um,
1: Vietti. I suppose if he, if he stops falling John off McFa- his bike. Hey! So not John McPhee. We don't know what's oh, happening to John McPhee. We think naughty. he might be going to World Super Sport. We don't know about that. Right. Okay. Biggest disappointment. Um, Finn.
2: Oh for God's sake. Um, I'm not saying that Finn is Nick. the biggest disappointment. <laughs> Nick. Yes. Go on then, son.
1: It's, it's you, Finn.
2: No, 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 no. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for, uh, Magnuson crashing out at. Sao Paulo, after being on pole,
1: I quite like that. Actually, funny enough, you mentioned Magnussen. I thought one of you would have gone for Magnussen's pole at Sao Paulo. No,
2: because it was in the rain, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: and well, that's he- well, you are right. I mean, it, you know, it was surprising he got pole, but when you realised it was one of those sort of fluke situations where he set a lap and it started raining, yeah, I probably wouldn't have given it to him anyway. But I thought, i, I tell you what, though, I, I would have also said. The performance of Magnuson in Australia qualifying for for Melbourne because we perhaps weren't expecting the horses to do so well in the first race. Running, wasn't right, so you what? went Finn. I've completely forgotten what your disappointment was.
2: Magnussen crashing at uh, Sao Paulo. Right, on pole.
1: well done, Joe. Give me a really good one here. Yeah. Okay, I don't I want to wall was... it to myself again. Basically,
0: Ferrari strategists. Am my uh... no, Oh. Because they had, they had such a good, good car at the start of the season, and they, they yeah. sort of continually made a habit of throwing away wins.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, so, I so quite like that. that. That's fine, really, so just almost I feel like we could have had a, a better season on our hands had yeah. some different calls. But it's I like good that. So to say you're, this you're, on a on a Wednesday night um, yeah. rather than a midday on a Sunday. But yeah, you know.
1: So yeah, I like that. So you're saying that we were robbed of a of a more exciting championship due to uh ferrari's tactical blunders yes i like that um now my biggest disappointment is moto gp related can you guess what it is i've mentioned this quite a few times
0: was it the idea that it's not very exciting or
1: no i don't know i have no idea if that that's complete nonsense joe <laughs> well it's, this is so obvious It's the withdrawal of Suzuki from the championship. Um, So there's no Suzuki's in MotoGP next year, which means we're down, you know, so we've lost two seats. So we're down to a grid of, is it 20 or 22? I think it's 22 next year. And we're a manufacturer short, a manufacturer who, as we saw, was capable of winning races. Um, Now, I'm not going to award it to myself simply because i've already won two of these um mm-hmm. awards so i'm going to go jo, i'm going to go for your one i quite like your one uh the fact the fact that it could have been a very exciting season had ferrari not made so many tactical errors through the year
0: right okay um, is this a now a good time for my quote uh, no, i think we'll do that afterwards well it's because- it quite nicely It's Okay, it's most sport related and also it's looking forward at the future. I going to say yes, because you're very keen to do it now, Joe. Yeah, okay, Joe. Well, it's primarily before I forget it. Yeah. Uh <laughs> um you know, it's it's a bit of a bit of a red trick one as well, because it's um yeah. the windscreen is bigger than the rear view mirror. Isn't it? The
1: windscreen it? is bigger than yeah. Can you explain what that means? Oh, so it's
0: the idea that you should always be looking forward rather than looking back. Wow. And you know, you can look at, you can look back at things, but not as much and not nearly as much as you should be looking forward at things.
1: Right. So can you now, it's going to be quite easy to make that motorsport yeah. related. Well, How might you apply cars, that to motorsport?
0: Cars cars have cars. windscreens, cars have rear view mirrors, you know, there are lots of ways of that and a bit rubbish. at the end of the season. And we're looking yeah. forward to a new season so um yeah carrying on the theme is pretty pretty rubbish quotes i'm, I'm being well concerned. i'll tell
1: you what though can we think of anybody who's had a poor season and can look forward to a good season next year well possibly mark marquez recovering from his arm surgery i think he's looking forward to next year you might say fabio Quartararo, who was disappointed with um the top end speed at the yamaha
0: lewis the hamilton I, yes absolutely so, his first season in f1 without a win it is so. There we go. Uh, so Quateraro, going back
1: to Quateraro, he's hoping he's expecting the Yamaha to be faster in the straight line next year. So he's looking forward, Joe, to having a, a more. Uh,
0: and he shouldn't be looking last, where? Where shouldn't he be looking? He shouldn't to? be looking
1: at last season where he he's be frustrated be by, by the lack of top end speed. He'd be looking to next year thinking hoping we're gonna have a yamaha which has got good top end speed because we need yamaha to be competitive so the season's not dominated by ducati right you've
0: worked that okay. in very well. you've worked that in very well
1: that was actually good joe i, I like that one that was very yes. good and okay the next category is the highlight of the year um finn do you want to go first on this
2: um right One sec, I don't want to go first on this because I want to check the categories. Okay, Joe. uh,
0: You go first.
1: Well okay.
2: No, Joe, you go first because I I think I know what Bird's gonna say. Okay.
1: Joe, you go first.
2: Joe, you're going first.
0: Um highlight of the year. Yeah? Uh my personal highlight of the year would be I mean we're talking about the sport highlight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that changed my answer. Um, not that you're
1: getting like a, doing well in your GCSEs, <laughs> although that's obviously very yeah, that important. The, my, my
0: GCSE's result probably wouldn't have been a highlight. that's um, <laughs> the yeah. biggest disappointment. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> um no, biggest highlight, I'm not joking, probably the start of the season, the Bahrain Grand Prix. I think it almost set us up for a, a season that looked like it was going to be better there than it actually was. That yeah. um, kind right, of sums really up enjoyed, the formula. I really enjoyed that that first race. It sums up the formula
1: season quite a well, lot, doesn't it, Joe, mm-hmm. where Expectations were so high at the start, and I think didn't Red Bull have some mechanical issues in that race?
0: Yeah, and Ferrari looked yeah, as yeah. if it, it looked quite, pretty tasty in the end as well. So, but you know, yeah. it weren't tasty in the end. Well, it was a bit.
1: Of, it was a bit of a full storm, wasn't it? Really, that that first race. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's your highlight.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's a shame. You know, says so a lot about a season when the highlight is the first race, and then <laughs> I guess it it was downhill after that. Right, Finn. This better be good, Finn, because we need to give. One of right. your nominations, right. the overall. Right. Okay. Prize.
2: I've got. I've got. Um, of course, there's only one. Which and um, this is that I was relying on this one because I knew this one would win the point. Right. Um, Silverstone, us going to watch. Us going oh, to Silverstone. There you
1: go. Well done, Finn. And that's my one as well. Was going to the most. Multi- okay.
2: All right. If that's if that's um, can you if that's my one, can Ooh. you please say John McVie winning?
1: Right. Sh- sh- shall I pretend that I can always edit what I've just said out and say yeah, my just highlight say John was John McPhee
2: go- winning, for God's sake? We- oh yes, he did. Yes, I'm surprised. Yeah, i not going to say John. He- I'm
1: not going John Ma- to say John McPhee winning. Although Aww. I'm amazed you didn't say that. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Okay, let's spin my Silverstone one because you have said that. I'll say John McPhee winning. Um, yeah. On that last lap, he overtook. Well, he- I think it he was five like eight
2: bikes. No, it was it was five bikes, but then it was like eight times, you know. Well,
1: well, on the second to last corner, he overtook five bikes Two in feet. one go.
2: Yep, it was a.
1: Great it was amazing. Drive. Oh, great. Right. <laughs> okay, still, so
2: still, always gonna be in my heart, John.
1: Yeah. Well. Ian, uh, if fingers crossed, job, can can you he'll be get in... on the
2: podcast because I absolutely love you. Good. Thank oh, you. Fingers crossed.
1: Fingers crossed, Finn. He'll be in well, super super sport next year. There's been no news oh, about that.
2: Crossing, he'll be in I mean, he might
1: be without a ride entirely next year, right? Well,
2: oh, right, It's going I to go to you, him, Finn. I still, fo- for goodness sake, I still follow him on Instagram, though. So oh, well done. Well,
1: well yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to be more informed that, that than the rest of us about John McPhee's future. Finn, right. you, you win this one. The highlight of the year was us (laughs) going to the MotoGP at Silverstone. I mean, it was perfect, really, because the weather was lovely. It was sunny and warm, but not too hot. I don't like the heat. The crowd was quite big, but, but you know, it was very manageable. Um, The Moto3 race, all three races were really, really good. Um, Yep,
2: but someone um, could have picked probably the best spot on the track and also the worst spot on the track for the same race. In the same place.
1: I don't understand what you just said there, Finn.
2: Well, it was a very good spot, but yes. it was also a very bad spot. No television screen. Yeah. We need Silverstone. We did see, we did see some good overtakes. We today. did. Um and we missed because we had to listen to the thing we listened to the thing uh listen to like the radio thing the man shouting whenever the bikes came past you couldn't hear I it know. so we I missed know. we didn't hear when zarko fell off well really
1: perhaps if somebody from silverstone is listening to this they they need to erect a big screen on the inside of stowe because it's a great place and to let watch us
2: into the and let us into the inside of the loop please
1: yeah that was really dumb wasn't it i mean the yeah. infield was open uh, and in fact, the inside of the loop was open during, I think, Thursday and Friday and Saturday. And on race day, they decided no spectators could access the, the ins- infield of the loop. That's really stupid because it's a great place to watch. What well on Finn. Uh, OK, um, the next category I've got. This was a late edition. I've got overtake of the year
2: god's sake
1: now for me well, i'm
2: winning this one let me go first i'll let you go you. first
1: because we might take the same thing finn over to you
2: john mcphee's uh, oh. multiple bike overtake Gosh. at wherever it was uh sepang yeah
1: funny enough i wasn't thinking of that at all that's a brilliant wow that's brilliant finn the one i was going for i was going to say alicia spargaro on the last lap Going into the um, chicane at Assen, overtaking, I think it was Miller and Brad Binder in one move. It's an incredible move because um, he'd been knocked off earlier by Quattuoro. had this amazing yeah. ride through the field yeah. and the last lap took those two into the Timur uh, chicane. Um, now, Joe. Um, Joe, are you there?
0: yeah i've sort is of almost I, i've conceded i've conceded the win with,
1: there, with formula one it's very difficult to say because you'd have to rule out i guess any drs
0: overtakes because yeah, there's i've got no... one from monaco into who's that i think perez and he went on to win the race through it
1: but okay it's not easy to overtake hold on no, hold on I mean, no. oh into rascas.
0: In, into rascas win. Yeah, I've conceded the win to you, but I mean, I think it's quite a good overtake—not the best. I'll tell you what:
1: not many people overtaking in, in Rascas. This is the hairpin, couple of corners from the end of the lap, isn't it? Yeah. Right, I've got a decision on this one. I—I—I um, I, I, I forgot about John McPhee. Fear, it goes to John McPhee. Of course, it does. Overtaking five riders into th- second to last corner on the last lap at Sepang to win his
0: yeah, to win his
1: last, well, his. That was his last ever Moto three, three win because he's now, as we know, too old to compete in Moto three next year. I'm rather hoping that incredible performance of Sepang will get him a seat in World Supersport. Finn, you're going to have to keep us up to date on that. If you're following him on Instagram, you'll know what he's up to. Um, I think I think that concludes um, the awards. Unless you can think of any other categories, I mean, one, one I've just thought of. Um, maybe funniest moment.
2: Oh, we did this last year. Um, okay.
1: Well, I mean, this is not an official award. It's just what I just, I mean, I was thinking possibly
0: Sebastian Vettel at Melbourne. Didn't he go? Oh yes. On the moped. That would have been mine. Yeah. (laughs) I quite like that. That's my one. Yeah. think can you beat that one?
2: Um, probably me every episode of this. (laughs) As it Sorry, I, I, it's titled
1: Funniest Moment, Finn. Never mind. <laughs> right. Oh. oh, my God. Thank you for violation.
0: that. Violation.
2: It's a Thank violation. Now, um, Unbelievable.
1: moving on to news. Um, I've been looking at the news this week. Um, Ocon. Ocon and Alonso didn't seem to get on terribly well. I, I wasn't aware of this. At Alpine um, Ocon was saying about, he was complaining about Alonso here's a question for you to answer Um, in terms of the work that both drivers did towards improving the car what percentage of the work did Ocon say that Alonso did?
2: None
1: slightly more than none 10, 20% less than that 5 less than that one bigger than that <laughs>
2: two. Oh my two. God, just tell us yeah ocon
1: ocon was saying that during the season uh ocon himself did 98 percent of the work you know on the simulator and what have you and that um alonso only did two percent of the work he's also talking about you know have you know um having to speak to sponsors and so on um now nah, I get the impression that Ocon doesn't get on well with his teammates, Sebio, because didn't he ever bust up with Perez when they were teammates? Mm, and I think he had India. a bust up with Hulkenberg. And oh, no, 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 I lied.
2: Hulkenberg going to Haas?
1: No, hold on, hold on. I've got that wrong.
0: Or Williams. Didn't he ever bust Where's up? No, oh, he had going? a
1: bust up with Gasly, didn't he? Yeah,
0: who's now so, a teammate.
1: Yeah, he's teammate next year, so... Um, I don't know, maybe Ocon is a bit of a, a difficult uh, character. I'm not sure. doesn't seem to be, though. Joe, there's he he... been some quite big news in Formula 1 this week. What's the big news? Uh, Team manager? That, huh? Team
2: manager? That's a clue. i um, Mateo Benito. Who's beat?
1: Feet, over to you.
2: Mateo Benito's been given the boot.
1: Yeah. Well, I, th- I think he, he resigned, but he, he had no option but to resign. Yeah. Um, no great surprise. You, Joe, you talked earlier about Ferrari's poor tactics and so on. Seeing that Benotto didn't get on terribly well with the chairman of Ferrari. So that's the big news. Um, apparently Ferrari approached Christian Horner. I don't think he's not interested in, in going to, to Ferrari. Um, so there we go. I'm sure there's some other news as well. You got anything else?
2: No. Uh, uh, something
0: we forgot to mention is that with yeah. Latifi leaving, Logan Sargent will be replacing him uh, because he got the super points. He got enough super points. Yes. Yeah. I, I
1: read something which wasn't interesting at all just now about Logan Sargent's choice of number for the season. No. Well, what number what has it, Logan then? Sargent opted for on his car?
2: <laughs> 21. No? Joe, have a guess?
1: Uh, seven. No, it's two.
2: No, Norris it, seven, it's two. It's two. Now
1: um i always thought it's the case that if you're world champion you normally get the number one don't you yeah but i think you've got the option haven't you of sticking with your yeah if you like the number you've got the option of not taking the number one um here's a question did was verstappen number one this year yeah yeah he was okay i i would have thought and I'm sure this is how it used to be. If Verstappen was number one, then his teammate would be number two. So I, what I'm saying is I'm surprised the number two is available. So Logan Sargent oh, has gone here, for number you? two. Yeah, that I'm was clearly like, available. Out, I don't know what number Sergio Perez is, but perhaps he perhaps he likes um, his number and didn't want number two.
2: Perez is 11.
1: Perhaps he likes the number 11. Um, yeah, Logan Sargent. I mean, I, mean, I
2: like it because they're 11, because that means um, Red Bull's all ones, isn't it?
1: Okay, there's a nice symmetry in that, Finn, I'll give you that. Um Logan Sargent, he's only in Formula One because he's American, isn't he?
2: Well, no, because an English team. I think team you Formula
1: them. One wants an American driver. Williams wants an American driver, so they can get some American sponsors. Um, um, and actually, we think he... I
2: think he's in there. Do you know why? Because they had to get rid of old Dan Tickton from their academy, didn't he? Because he's being a bit of a silly guy on Twitch. Yes. Um, He's a bit of potato Yeah.
1: And sergeant we think, finished fourth in Formula Two, am I right? I think so, yeah. Probably. So, to get to Formula One, you, you mustn't finish in the top three in Formula Two. You've got to finish uh, fourth at the highest. It's a funny old world, isn't it? Well, I guess it's all uh, no great surprise. Oh, as no, as that as makes, that money. make
2: a bit of sense, doesn't
1: it? It makes a bit of sense. Yeah. Does it? okay wait well, i mean he's american and formula one i guess needs no America. no
2: it makes sense As like you're not gonna trust someone to come into form to drive a car that's a lot quicker and a lot different speeds that finished 20th yeah i know
1: what, what i'm saying is minute. finn but you might have oh, gone yeah. for the, the the drivers who finished first second or third they might have been a better but option They're a lot
2: older aren't they i
1: don't know what, what i do about this is... oh okay so you're saying that the, the, the people who finished first second third were older and perhaps Sergeant, he is young, isn't he?
2: And old Robert Schwartzman was there, and he's Russian, so they're not going to take him in. Right.
1: So you're saying perhaps he was the the youngest non-Russian competitive Formula Two driver? Okay. Perhaps it does. Perhaps there is some logic in that. Okay, folks, we're going to stop it there because there's the danger that I'm sort of doing some padding and sort of waffling. So, are so in terms. We'll, we'll meet again. I've got a feeling next week will probably be the last episode of season seven. I'm wow. going to have to do quite a lot of um, preparation wow. because there's there won't be a lot to work with. But being a, an ex-teacher, I'm quite good at making a very small amount of material last quite a long time. <laughs>
2: For your information, he wasn't a very good teacher. Well, it doesn't matter, does In fact, I never taught, by he the way. Was only there because there wasn't enough teachers at the school. <laughs> Thank you for that, Finn. I never
1: taught Finn, That's by cool. the way. And, and what I would he say, Finn... He did take Finn, me for
2: rugby once, and I did annoy him a lot.
1: Yeah, Finn is very annoying. What I would say... Finn
2: was very good at rugby, though. He basically carried um, Bird's old team.
1: Yeah. I've said it before, Finn. There's yeah. nothing like self-praise. What I would say is...
2: He can play everywhere. What I would
1: say is check out my gcse results they were
2: i i do not care
1: (laughs) okay on that bombshell that finn doesn't care we'll leave it there okay so we'll meet up again next week until then it's goodbye Goodbye. Goodbye.
2: goodbye
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr Bird.